Hi, this is Dr. John Day. Welcome to The Longevity Plan. I am a cardiologist and author of The Longevity Plan, and my goal is to try and help you live the best life possible, to optimize your health in all aspects. First of all, I apologize. It's been a little while since you've heard from me. I I, I confess, I really have no excuses. Life got busy, and when things get busy, you really need to focus on what's most important, and I have not been doing that, so I apologize. I have heard from so many colleagues at this at national meeting where I'm at currently in Boston about how how much the blog, the podcasts have helped them in their practice and have helped their patients. And it really made me feel rather ashamed that I haven't been doing so well lately. So I'm going to redouble my efforts and you're going to get a bunch of podcasts. I'm going to get caught up. So here is the longevity plan podcast number 267. Our topic today is five ways to lose weight with pasta. Everyone knows pasta causes weight gain. Would you be surprised to learn that scientific studies show the opposite? In this podcast, I'm going to cover the latest pasta study and share five ways to lose weight with pasta. Now, as you listen to this, I ask that you keep an open mind. When I initially published this blog in my newsletter, I got a lot of negative feedback. People immediately hear pasta, they go on the defensive. So, I'm going to try to emphasize the points that I'm making so that you don't misinterpret what I'm saying. So let's first jump in, the latest PASTA study. This is a study that was published recently in the prestigious British Medical Journal. And in this study, researchers from Canada pooled together the results of 32 studies looking at a total of 2,448 people. So it's a pretty big study. And what they found goes against what you read in all of the popular health books. And we know what you're talking about, that... Wheat and gluten are the scourge on humanity. And, and I admit that I have a lot of those same concerns. When you take flour, flour is nothing more than sugar. As you know, I've always advocated that if you choose to eat grains, and you don't have to, but if you choose to eat grains, that you should only eat intact grains. Anything with flour is just set up to mess with your metabolism and create future ongoing health issues and struggles for you. But anyway, going back to the study. When the researchers carefully analyzed the results of 32 studies with 2,448 pasta-eating people, they found that eating pasta... Now, this is an important point. As part of an otherwise healthy diet. So eating pasta, but the rest of your diet is healthy, doesn't cause weight gain. In fact, those eating pasta every day actually lost about one pound provided, and this is critical, and this is what people missed when I published this blog, provided that it was part of a healthy diet. And it really just goes to show your diet doesn't have to be 100% healthy. As long as it is mostly healthy, then an occasional, in this case, pasta isn't going to wreck your health. So how can the study be true? The study must be wrong. Everyone knows that pasta makes you gain weight. So let me give you four reasons why this study could possibly be right. Number one, 
pasta is relatively low on the glycemic index. The glycemic index measures how fast food is converted to sugar in the body. Foods high on the list, like bread, are instantly converted to sugar. And as everyone knows, anyone who wants to lose weight, you got to get rid of the bread. White bread has a glycemic index in the high 70s. Even healthy whole wheat bread also has a glycemic index score in the high 70s. So healthy whole wheat bread has the same glycemic index as white bread. Basically, healthy whole wheat bread is nothing more than sugar. And it's even much higher. The glycemic index of healthy whole wheat bread is much higher than a Snickers candy bar. So it's it's just sugar. These high glycemic scores tell us that the standard store purchased bread is just sugar. At the opposite end of the spectrum, you have foods like nuts, which have almost zero sugar response in the body. So if you eat a nut, it's not going to spike your glucose. With nuts, the glycemic index will typically be under 20. So whereas white bread and wheat bread were in the high 70s, nuts, on the other hand, are under 20. Pasta, surprisingly, has a relatively low glycemic index score in the 40s. Thus, it is somewhere between bread and nuts when it comes to how fast it is converted to sugar in the body. Foods with a low glycemic index are generally healthier and promote weight loss as they are much more filling and don't throw off your metabolism. So if you can really see whatever food you eat, where it falls on the glycemic index. And in general, I like to keep every food I eat below 50. And if you're below 50, you don't get all the metabolism issues, getting things thrown off. Ideally, you can keep your glycemic index even lower, but I think at minimum, keeping it below 50 with every whatever you choose to eat. Number two, the pasta portion sizes in the study were controlled. While the portion sizes of pasta varied in these 32 studies that were contained, that they used as their source reference material for this actual study, in general, a reasonable portion size is about the size of your fist. So if you want pasta, don't eat any more than about as much as your fist. Now, no one in the U.S. eats such a small quantity. And perhaps that's the reason why if you had done the study in the U.S., you wouldn't have found the same results. These studies didn't include the massive pasta bowls that you might see at a typical U.S. restaurant. No surprise there. Number three, what you put on the pasta matters. It should come as no surprise that a lot of the 32 studies and the source material for this study came from Italy and other Mediterranean countries. Thus, pasta sauce using tomatoes, vegetables, and olive oil were common. It wasn't a big bowl of the cheesy pasta like you might see at the Olive Garden restaurant. So what you put on the pasta matters. If you put veggies on your pasta, if you put tomatoes on your pasta, you're going to get a much better result than if you cover it with cheese and other crap. Number four, it matters what the rest of your diet looks like. As mentioned, only those who ate an otherwise healthy diet didn't gain weight with pasta. And it goes back to the point that your diet doesn't have to be 100% perfect, as long as it is mostly perfect. Think back in school. In school, you had to get, at least in my school, and it may vary of where you went to school, 93% or higher was considered an A. And so I would say as long as your diet is at least 93% healthy, uh, you get an A in my book. So in this study, if the rest of their diet was healthy, so as long as they were eating right 93% of the time or higher, I'm just making that up, then having some pasta wasn't going to cause them to weight, gain weight. 
So let me give you, once again, the four reasons why the study could possibly be true. Number two, pasta is low on the glycemic index, and that's really where you want to target all everything that you eat. Anything with flour is going to shoot you way up. Pasta is an outlier. In creating the pasta, it creates a relatively lower glycemic state. So if you had to say what's better for you, pasta or bread, I, I, based on the study, I would have to side more on the side of pasta because it has a lower glycemic index and you're less likely to throw off your metabolism. Number two, the portion sizes were controlled. It was about the size of a fist. Number three, what you put on your pasta matters. If you're dumping tons of veggies and tomatoes or olive oil in this case uh, on your pasta, then it's going to be much healthier than if it's some cheesy sauce that you see at the Olive Garden. Number three, or that was number three. Number four is what the rest of your diet looks like matters. As long as your diet is otherwise healthy, an occasional pasta isn't going to wreck your health or cause you to gain weight. So the five ways to lose weight with pasta. Depending on where your current diet is at, let me suggest five ways to lose weight with pasta. And I've listed these in order of their nutritional value and the likelihood that you will lose weight with pasta. Number one, Use vegetable noodles. Yes, you heard me right. Vegetable noodles. Using fresh vegetables as your noodles is clearly, by far and away, number one, the healthiest option. Zucchini noodles, carrot noodles, squash noodles, cucumber noodles, or sweet potato noodles, (laughs) that's a little bit of a tongue twister, can easily be cut into spirals with a machine to create incredibly healthy pasta. While vegetable noodles are off the charts nutritionally, there are a few downsides. First, you need a vegetable noodle maker. For about $15, you can get one of these at Walmart or on Amazon or wherever you shop. For those of you who don't want to use a machine to cut up your veggies into noodle strips, Whole Foods. Now, I I know Whole Foods sometimes can be considered whole paycheck, and I haven't seen the price come down since uh, at least any noticeably way in any noticeable way since Amazon bought Whole Foods, but Whole Foods always has fresh vegetable noodles available, but you will definitely pay for this convenience. Second, vegetable pasta doesn't taste like regular pasta. And it's for this reason that I really struggle with vegetable noodles. I love vegetables, but a vegetable noodle doesn't really taste like a noodle to me, so I don't tend to eat them that much, but the vegetable noodles are definitely the most healthy way to eat pasta. Don't be fooled. So this is a little bit of a disclaimer. Don't be fooled by a little bit of spinach that you may see in typical pasta, and then they call it spinach pasta or whatever. That little bit of spinach doesn't do anything to the nutritional aspect of your pasta. If you want the best pasta when it comes to nutrition, it has to be all vegetables. It can't have a token amount of spinach and be considered healthy. It's it's like pregnancy. You're either all in or you're not. Number two, bean pasta. The second healthiest way to eat pasta is to use a bean pasta. So that's basically pasta made from a bean. Fortunately, bean pasta comes much closer to the taste and texture of traditional pasta. And this is something that I can tolerate, and we regularly keep bean pasta at our house. Whether it's edamame beans or whatever beans you enjoy, they can be turned into a pasta that has a similar taste and texture to regular pasta, and we love it. Almost any bean can be made into a pasta. With bean pasta, you're going to get an even lower glycine 
glycemic index number than what we quoted before with 40s in the 40s with your typical whole wheat pasta. Also, with a bean pasta, you will get a ton of protein and a ton of fiber, and that's going to really fill you up. As we've discussed before, if you want to feel full from the food you eat, you need a lot of protein and a lot of fiber. Protein and fiber have been shown to make you feel full. If you want to give bean pasta a try and your local grocery stores don't carry it, Amazon has many choices. I've even found edamame bean pasta at Costco. Also, of course, health food stores like Whole Foods are definitely going to carry bean pasta options. Number three. So, Number three in the order of healthy pasta would be quinoa pasta. Down one level from bean pasta is quinoa pasta. While you won't get as much protein and fiber as you may get with a bean pasta, it is still probably better for you than wheat pasta. Also, for those wishing to avoid gluten, quinoa pasta is another option. Number four, turn your regular pasta into a resistant starch. Number four on this list is to take your regular pasta and turn it into a resistant starch. While this doesn't boost the nutritional content, it does put your pasta even lower on the glycemic index. So you'll have less uh, metabolism issues, less weight gain issues. With a resistant starch, you are making the pasta even harder for your body to convert to sugar this slow-burning carb. And that's what you want. You want any carbs that you eat to be very slow-burning. The fast-burning carbs like you see in flour or sugar are going to throw off your metabolism and spike your weight gain, diabetes, and everything like that. So these slow-burning carbs, like turning your regular pasta into a resistant starch, will help you to stay full even longer and won't lead to that sugar-slash-insulin crash. To convert your pasta to a resistant starch, Simply put your cooked pasta in the fridge overnight. The process of cooking, cooling, and then cooking it again the next day turns it into a resistant starch, so it makes it even harder for your body to digest that carb. Number five, replace bread with pasta. Last on the list, if you want to lose weight with pasta, is to simply replace bread with regular pasta. Nutritionally, they are about the same. However, with pasta, you're getting much lower glycemic index number, so it's going to be a slower burning carb, make you feel, which can help you to feel full longer. So in order, the five ways to lose weight with pasta, number one, use a vegetable noodle. This is the best. I struggle with this one. And if you have a better way of doing it, let me know. Number two, bean pasta. That's what we like at our house. Number three, quinoa pasta. Number four, turn regular pasta into a resistant starch. And last, replace bread with pasta. The big picture, pasta can be incredibly healthy if eaten right. For example, the vegetable pasta or the bean pasta. Even the standard pasta is probably less bad for you than eating bread. And I think that's where people took issue when I published this blog and got all up in arms that this goes against everything they've ever read in a health book. I'm not advocating pasta, but if your diet is otherwise healthy and you have a small amount, about a fistful size occasionally, it's not going to ruin your health. Even better would be is to use a vegetable pasta or a bean-based pasta. Of course, this also depends on what you put on your pasta. That big portion that you may see at the Olive Garden with all that cheesy sauce could completely undo any possible benefit. So if you're going to have pasta, pile on the veggies. Put a lot of tomatoes on there. 
Add some olive oil. Keep it healthy. And when it comes to optimizing your metabolism, you want all of your foods to be at least less than 50 on the glycemic index. And if you want to learn where your favorite foods fall on the glycemic index, on the blog, I have a great link to a chart from Harvard University, which will tell you where all of your favorite foods fall on the chart. And there you can see for yourself that a Snickers bar has a lower glycemic index, is lower on the glycemic index score than even healthy so-called whole wheat bread. So that's it for now. I'm getting caught up. So you're going to get a little bolus of podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have enjoyed it, please leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening to this podcast. Tell your friends, tell your coworkers, tell everyone. And until next time, keep living better. Thank you for listening to the Dr. John Day Show. Now is the time for you to live better. Go to drjohnday.com to sign up for Dr. Day's newsletter, daily success tools, and more. It's never too late to change.